0: to the Big Fat Gay Podcast. Merry Christmas, everybody, Yay! and happy holidays.
1: Christmas! Yay. And other stuff.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Michael, uh, what did you say, Trevor, again? Goodwiller. Michael, uh, what? Goodwill. Goodwiller, yes. I had a different thing, and then Trevor distracted me with his better <laughs> idea, and then I forgot his better idea. <laughs> <laughs> happy holidays, everybody. We're here to wish you lots of joy and merriment uh, during your, during your, hopefully you get a break at the end of this year. Um. Welcome to the show. We have a little Christmas special for you guys.
2: Yay! Just a little bit of Christmas cheer coming your way. My name is Don Marshall. I'm a big chubby guy living in sunny Hollywood. And today I am your tall, frosty glass of eggnog with brandy. Ooh.
0: Mm. Bringing cold a little eggnog. bit of. Going for the cold I eggnog. like the cold eggnog. Okay. Yeah, I do.
1: I'm Dan Oliverio, author, public speaker, and chubby chaser. And um, no, I'm in favor of the hot eggnog, actually. Nice, huh. rich, I've
0: had Dan's rich, hot eggnog, it's hot really eggnog good.
1: with some, uh, some cognac. It'll knock you on your ass. Nice hot yeah. egg milk. You can <laughs> light it on fire. If it's not combustible, is it yeah. really a cocktail?
3: <laughs> that would... I'm Trevor Keyson, and I am, I'm the Rat King. <laughs> I'm, I'm coming to take all your sugar plums. No, not uh, the sugar uh,
2: plums.
3: Got my, I'm going to beat up the, the nutcracker. <laughs> and pop, wow. <laughs> it's a Rat King Christmas. <laughs> oh, I want to hear the theme song for that.
2: So we were thinking that after uh, two years of quarantine now, close on that, so at this point, since most of us have given ourselves all the material things we want, we thought that for our very special holiday, spe- holiday Christmas wish to you, um, we will be talking about the immaterial things that make things wonderful. And for us, one of those immaterial things are your wonderful emails. Yay. And so we would like to share with you a very special email that we received that touched all of us. Yeah. Roll that beautiful
3: mailbag music. Christmas mail, <laughs> best kind of mail. It jingles.
0: So we had a listener write in who signed their their letter, Fatty Fighting Back. And we wanted to share, I, I will say before we get into this, um, we're each going to read a passage because it's quite long, but it's really worth listening to. Um, I teared up while I was reading this. I read this on one of the worst days of, of the month, where it's just like overwhelmed with work and feeling terrible and depressed and all these things. And I read this email and it really turn my day around so thank you um fatty fighting back i really appreciate it i'm going to start us off hi big fat gay pod i'm a longtime listener and fan writing to express gratitude and appreciation this podcast has always helped me create a safe space wherever i'm at simply by pressing play on my phone since listening to your podcast started listening when y'all were only three episodes out i feel so understood and have gained confidence in my own uh, self size and shape Representation Matters, uh, which I have always logically known, but never truly felt growing up fat, queer, and non-binary. I also wanted to share that your podcast has given me the courage to be brave at work. I work in the public health nutrition world and am funded by obesity prevention grants. My funding streams have always angered and triggered me, yet I feared saying anything because I was the only fat person on our team of state leaders.
2: Fast forward to now. I finally asked that we reassess our values and commitments to equity slash reducing harm in all communities, which included giving large bodies dignity and to stop fat shaming. Using your classic line, if liposuction worked, we would have solved the obesity problem of America. I told leadership we were perpetuating racism through the BMI, ableism, and fat shaming when we knew through data and research that the true dangers to people is food insecurity, racism, poverty, lack of housing, trauma, etc.
1: Our state organization is now looking to partner with fat activists to do nutrition and physical activity promotion and is planning on pushing back to our federal funders on the harm they have caused through their fat shaming and doubling down on BMI. This is just the beginning, and we are changing weight language on our website and changing education materials that are sent to all parents across the state who have had a baby in the last year. We are partnering with an institute that focuses on eating disorder recovery and the University of Nutrition and Public Health to ensure the future nutritionists don't perpetuate harm too. Sorry, I can't share the details.
3: Thank you for the courage to speak up because for a long time, I internalized shame as a survivor of the obesity epidemic fear-mongering in the 90s. I was put on Weight Watchers at 11 years old after my mom feared I might grow up fat and our pediatrician recommended it. This pediatrician is still practicing 20 years later and runs a weight loss camp. For a long time, I sat in shame like a kid by the pool who didn't want to take off their shirt. Meanwhile, watching my fat comrades jumping in and having fun unapologetically themselves. Now it's my time to have fun too. And I'm making sure the future fat kids don't have to experience what I did. Love to you all sincerely fatty fighting back.
2: So when we all read this, I mean, this is a gift. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. And you know, we don't make a lot <laughs> during this podcast. You'd be surprised how, you know, <laughs> not paid. We get for this, um, the emails we get and the messages we get and the reviews we get, it means a lot to us, but on top of it, I think Dan expressed very well, like this one, this, this was a gift to us showing that the podcast we're putting out there for the love of people like us who have been going through all of our experiences are now creating those extra ripples and are affecting the world in a tangible way. And I can't begin to express to you how much that meant to all of us getting that message. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So thank you for that. And for our Christmas episode this year, we would like to offer up our own special different little Christmas wishes to you.
0: Yeah. Who would like to go first to give their, their Christmas to grant a Christmas wish to a listener or listeners out in the world there?
3: Um I think Don should go first cuz this was his <laughs> okay. concept.
2: All right. Um the Christmas gift. We are we are your four fatty godfathers this year <laughs> providing your Christmas joy and our wish for your future and my wish for you is that I am going to destroy the word not in your vocabulary. I don't I do not look good in this. I do I should not have this. I do not deserve this wonderful time I'm having. These are the weirdest little thoughts that flitter through our heads and treat yourself well this year. Remove, the, remove those negativity statements. That's what I want to just, I want to pull all of that out of your head. I know it lives in mine and I have been working over the past couple of years to try and get that out of my skull. And my Christmas wish for you is all of those hesitations, all of those um, doubts all of those things that you hold yourself back from, put them back on the table for yourself. You can. There is no more not. There is no more don't. There is no more can't. There is no try.
0: There is no try. (laughs) There is do.
2: My gift to you is do. Uh, So yeah, let's get rid of that not. Let's get rid of the don't. Let's get rid of the can't. Nice. I like that. Feel my positivity.
0: (laughs) radiating to you through the microphone.
1: Yeah, mine's... I guess my, it's cause mine's, mine's a wish and it's, it's, I, I, what I like about yours, Don, is that it's like, you can do that. Mm-hmm. Like you can become aware of your negative self-thinking. Mm-hmm. And I like that. Mine, mine's a little like beyond that. And so I guess my wish is to have words like fat and even obese, that the wish is that we take the stigmatization out of it. Uh, Obese is is usually used for medical stigmatization. Mm -hmm. Uh, Fat is, I I wish that more people would just use fat as a descriptor. And on the individual level for a fat person, you can use the word about yourself and you'd be surprised. Like I've, I've, uh, I've coached people in this and people always report back to me how much power they derive by using the word fat about themselves and how it puts the thin people you're talking to completely off balance. <laughs> Cause they don't know if, if they can use it, they don't know what to do with it. They like, you've said the word that is never to be spoken. Mm-hmm. And it's a way of kind of taking your power back. And it's also a way of like emptying out the word so that it does become something more like rectangular or tall. Mm-hmm. Like nobody, nobody goes around saying, well, you know, he's a little bit tall.
0: <laughs> I had that for a while with the word gay. Like identifying myself as a gay man took years to say without that little bit of like, Mm -hmm. like, am I really, am I going to say that? Am I going to, because you just know that it's supposed to be a bad thing Yeah, and you like it with practice and repetition and just putting yourself in the right environments, like you can, it can just be normal.
1: Well, and it's, it's how, it's how you take the stink out of a word. It's how we took the stink out of queer it's how they uh, how, how we've taken the stink out of because uh, black used to be the worst thing you could call someone, and now it's it's far more accepted, a lot more accepted in some circles than African American because not all black people are American.
0: Yeah, or or African
1: or African. Yeah. yeah. So um, it, it, to take to take your power with the language you use. Yeah. Or that if you're a chaser, that like no, I like fat guys.
0: Yeah, and that that doesn't have to mean anything mm-hmm. more than exactly what it means. Yeah.
3: I'm going to raise up my, my wand and with a flourish and maybe Michael put in a little special sound effect here, a Christmassy, Christmasy magic a effect. Little twinkle, twinkle, chimes. Um, I want to bestow upon you the, the courage and fire to, when you are faced with fat phobia in this coming year, to be able to stand up for yourself in the moment. Mm, Cause I think yeah. we've talked about mm. a lot this past year, just kind of I want you to have the fire and the conviction and the courage. The chutzpah. The, yeah, the chutzpah. <laughs> Pow, chutzpah. <laughs> <Brad> King, <laughs> waving his wand. To really stand up for yourself or the the fat people in your lives, your fat family members, your your lovers, your friends. And just especially as we go from the holidays to January to diet season to you know, getting ready for swimsuit season, which isn't a thing, um, mm-hmm. to find that fire like uh, Fatty fighting back, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. to find this to be able to stand up and say no, not not this year, not twenty twenty two. Can yeah. can I just
1: can I piggyback on that, sweetheart, if I yes. might? And that that extends to Chasers too. Yes, standing up for mm-hmm. even when there's not a fat person in the room. Maybe, especially because there's not a fat person in the room, because mm-hmm. then it really lets slide. But, like, yeah, you can stand up for, like, no, I, I actually think that's really sexy. Or, you know what? I bet, the, I don't think there's anything wrong with that.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or even, and even just thin allies, just, or, mm-hmm. you know, tall, tall allies, muscular ally, allies, Anybody. allies wearing hats. <laughs> 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 allies that are cats.
1: Oh my God. Yeah. Those, <laughs> those people.
0: <laughs> just allies to the fats. No more. <laughs> I, I have this weird. I don't want to call it a fantasy, but just like this scene in my head that plays out every now and then. I think maybe when I I'm feeling a certain amount of rage or indignation about maybe anything in life where in my head, it's like somebody says something to or about Michael, like in, in whatever public setting. And I just like, to attack them physically. <laughs> I mean, obviously I, I wouldn't jump straight to that, but in my head, it's so satisfying to have an opportunity to kind of like stand up and I don't know, be forceful about uh, protecting somebody. Um. I'm,
1: I'm, so is that the wish or that's no, 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 no. no. That's just me <laughs>
0: responding to what Trevor was saying about like standing up for, him. I mean, obviously that's, that's extreme. I just, in my head, I have this, like, I would love to be able to, do that uh, like to flex like that Go full to rat like, king yeah to go, <laughs> i want to go full never go full rat king um to go half rat king um i think that would be I don't know, cathartic in some ways.
2: I think that's my extra Christmas wish for all of us, that all of us should have, the, should know the feeling of what it's like to have Michael swoop in and uh, <laughs> defend our honor out of the blue.
0: Here <laughs> I
3: come to save the day! <laughs> <laughs> Clawing someone's eyes out. <laughs>
0: what, is, what is your gift, Michael? My gift, uh, I went in a slightly different direction, um, but it is, so my, my big, I don't want to say struggle per se, but... Um, Michael and I are long distance and that's a very common occurrence in chub chaser Mm -hmm. dating. Um, Usually the pool of people you have to, to get to know in your actual local area is not that great, not that large, or maybe you just haven't met the right person. And so a lot of times people meet online and then you have to navigate long distance dating. And it's, it's just a huge, it's, it's so thorny. And my wish would be able to just take away to, to level the playing field, to sort of magically make long-distance dating the same kind of experience that in-person dating would be. And I think the way it would have to work is through teleportation. <laughs> and so this is where it is literally magical. I know this isn't possible, but I I want to empathize with the people, our, our long-distance dating people out there, where it is, I just want to give some encouragement and say, you can, you can do this, you can get through it. I, in my experience, you get about four to six months of grace period at the beginning of that dating process where the long distance doesn't necessarily take much of a toll. And then after that, it's real work. And, and I want to say you can do it. We can't teleport yet, but maybe one day. (laughs) And, uh, I would, I would love to be able to, I don't know, maybe, maybe we could give tips on long distance dating. I don't think we've done anything like that before. Dan's
1: newsflash 2050 chubby chasers are the first people to be able to teleport.
0: (laughs) And Oh, that was the other thing I wrote in my notes was that the teleportation would only be applicable for long distance dating between chubs and chasers. Nobody else gets it. It's just ours. Show your card at the door. It's our thing, not yours. (laughs) You don't get to have it. Um, Yeah. It's just, it's such a, it's such a drag on what should otherwise be a really fantastic um, exploratory experience. And, I just, I want to empathize to the people out there who are dealing with the same thing because we can do it. We're all strong enough.
2: Well, dear listeners, as we draw to the close of our second year of our podcast. Oh my oh, God. Wow.
0: This is literally a year it or two years. A second two year. Years. Mm-hmm. Yep.
2: <laughs> it's uh, a metaphoric one year. It's a literal <laughs> <new> year. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. We will be taking uh, a week or two off around the Christmas holiday yes. uh, and New Year's, but we will be back. To uh, spend twenty twenty two with you
0: next year in early January, January fifth should be our first yeah. episode. In back.
2: early January, we will return. I <laughs> like going Donna to insult- accounting for <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh,
3: things that may come up as
0: they often do in these times, mm-hmm. yep. these timey <laughs> times. I, I don't <laughs> like. To,
2: I don't like to make a commitment unless we know.
0: I mean, we're <laughs> well, we can say we're planning for January fifth, yes. yep. and then if travel issues happen, then they happen.
2: Exactly. Um. So. From all of us here, we wish you a very happy holiday of all kinds. A fairy
3: rat king Christmas. Make some cheese balls. Uh, Rats love cheese balls. Yeah. (laughs) people. I I make a mean cheese ball that I stole the recipe from Amy Sedaris from. I'll share it on the the website. What's our website? Are we diving right in? Do I do go? Go. Merry Christmas, everyone. Wish us Merry Christmas and happy holidays on social media. We're on Instagram and Twitter as at BigFatGayPod. Run a very merry Facebook as uh, the Big Bad Gay Podcast. A Christmas gift. Leave us five stars there. Leave us five-star reviews everywhere for about this holiday season. Send us a mailbag if you feel like it. Yeah. That. Uh, well, not the bag, the letter. Yes. yes. <laughs> Send us mail. Check out the cheese ball recipe I promised that I might forget about. That is <laughs> Yay. Maybe you're listening and it's Christmas Eve Ooh. and you Tosey. hear gentle galumphing on the roof is it santa is it maybe you you santa's really hot we've talked about that in the past and you're excited and you're getting a you're titillated and you're looking at the fireplace and then watch out it's me i'm the rat king merry christmas